and welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about whether it makes more sense to rent or to purchase. We recently completed this analysis as an example case study for a project that we're building. Some investors and developers only look at comparable properties when assessing the competition in the marketplace. For example, if you're contemplating building two-bedroom apartments, they look at the landscape of existing two-bedroom apartments in the market. However, when someone's choosing a place to live, they have more than one option to choose from. They could live in an apartment in a multifamily property. They could buy a condo. They could rent a single-family home. Or they could purchase a single-family home. These all could be viable options for the potential tenant. If you're investing in multifamily apartments, your market study should examine all the alternative forms of housing to get a clear picture of the supply-demand situation in the market. Let's say your market analysis shows very low vacancy in multifamily properties, but let's say there was a large inventory of single-family homes for rent. That would be very useful information. Likewise, if sale prices increased much faster than rents, the balance of affordability might tip in favor of renting. For many families, housing affordability is a significant issue. An additional 100 bucks a month can make the difference between affording or not. And on today's show, we're going to look at a very specific case study that compares a two-bedroom apartment that rents for $1,600 a month with a starter home that's priced in the market at $265,000. At an interest rate of 4.25% with a 30-year amortization period and a 10% down payment, the monthly cost of ownership between that single-family home and the apartment are virtually the same. They come within about $10 of each other. But that's not the whole story. Some of the factors that can have a significant impact are the financing terms and the expected duration of home ownership. Let's say if interest rates go up by a half a percentage point, then you're looking at an additional $70 a month in home ownership cost. If the bank gives you a 25-year amortization instead of 30 years, then your cost goes up another 120 bucks a month. The other variable affecting the decision is the length of time expected in that location. Someone who expects only a two- or three-year temporary assignment may choose to rent rather than buy. Owning a property for such a short time period carries significant risk to the owner. The cost of selling a property can amount to somewhere between 7 to 10% of the total sale price when you take all the transaction costs into account. You need to be pretty sure that the home will go up in value by more than 10% in that time period, otherwise you risk losing equity by owning for a very short time period. Those transaction costs can really hurt you. And the biggest difference affecting the choice between renting versus buying is the upfront cash requirement. A tenant will need to put up about $3,500 in cash upfront, whereas the home buyer having a 10% down payment, will need to put down about $35,000 in cash up front. And some people simply don't have that much money saved up. There are other high ratio loans that are mortgage insured, but these carry an insurance premium on top of the interest rate. If that mortgage insurance is an additional 1%, you're looking at an added cost of $140 a month. And if the buyer can afford that, and the down payment is significantly reduced, it might be a good choice for them but the requirements to qualify for a minimum down payment loan might be more stringent in terms of income history and so on. So when you conduct your market study, you want to make sure you're targeting a very specific demographic with your product offer. You want a solid understanding of the jobs 
and incomes in the immediate area. You also want to compare the percentage of people who own versus rent in the area. Some areas are highly biased towards home ownership with very few tenants, and other areas are majority rental properties. Sometimes people who can't afford a specific area may choose to rent in order to be located in the best school districts. This too can affect the supply-demand situation. So when you're making a decision to own a rental property in a specific market, make sure you understand all the potential sources of competition, including the choice to buy versus rent. As you're thinking about that, have a spectacular day. Go make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.